Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. In this special Father's Day episode, we have something a little different in store for you. We've talked about building your business, but what about raising a family? In this interview, Mike shares some of the secrets he has learned along the way. Enjoy. But I have a very important, very special mentor here with me tonight, guest, coach, author, speaker, (laughs) Mike Crow. And I brought him on tonight because not only is he a parent himself of four amazing grown children, a grandparent, he's also been a coach to thousands of people and really helped them get the tools to get past their road bumps, their, their speed bumps, and be able to take their life to the next level. And I actually listened to a podcast from you recently. Uh, how, how old was it? It was recent. Oh, okay. It was, it was for parents. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was one that I just, I just heard it come out for parents. Okay. And you were giving advice to parents about how they can build more resilient children. I thought it was awesome. You might not even remember you did it. You do so many podcasts. We, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, well, you've been speaking for 20 years, okay? <laughs> you, you wonder sometimes, what was it I said then that, was, that really, you know, the, kind of uh, hit home for you? The biggest thing that I heard that really hit home for me during that interview was that so many parents, and I see this a lot, they ask their kids, what do they want? Oh, Oh, pet peeve. Yeah. Pet peeve. So let's talk about that a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, I get up and I tell my one of my four children, I say, hey, uh, um, I'm going. uh, We're going to the store. Let's go. And they go, "Um, where are we going? That's a great question. I'll tell you on the way. Um, I might not want to go. I don't remember asking if you wanted to go. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so here is a parent. We get these snippets. We get this snippets of time where we get to share with them small pieces of information that will change their life forever, okay? Uh, And with four kids, and I, I, look, I was working a lot and uh, trying to build a business at one point, and, and I only had small pieces. And you have to schedule time with your kids, but you also have to take advantage of that chance when you can say, hey, let's go do something. Mm. And I think the thing that hurts me nowadays more than anything is when I hear somebody say to a child, hey, would you like to go to the store with me? What? No. You just lost, you just, you just lost your authority as a parent. And, I, and, I, and here's the problem is, the world is making people soft. Oh, let's not offend anybody, especially our child, you know? 
Oh, I want to be my child's best friend. Yes, I want to be my child's best friend too. Now that they're 25, 30, 35, and 40, <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. And even then I still tell them things that sometimes they don't want to hear. Sometimes you tell me things I don't want to hear too. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm always grateful. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, the, but the thing is, is that I think there's a, and, I, and I've, I go into the Facebook groups and I listen to parents, I go speak to them all across the country, and there's a sense of, well, we don't want to push our kids too hard. Oh, no. Right? Let's not push our kids to be great <laughs> or successful or, you know, debt-free or... I, I don't get it. I really don't. There's a balance, though, right? There's a balance. There's a balance because there is, and I do sometimes see that parents they're they're living through their kids and they're wanting they're wanting the kid to be successful in this thing, and maybe that's not the right path for their kids. So how do you know how hard to put? <laughs> how do you know how hard to push? I was just thinking of that. I was thinking, do I tell this? I mean, this is this is this is really challenging. If your child has not told you, I hate you, at some point, you're probably not being a parent. Mm. strong enough, okay? Because, I mean, I, I don't want to have to go mow the yard. I don't want to have to take out the trash. I don't want to, I, I don't care what you want. I care about the fact that you will grow up to be successful and independent and, um, you know, responsible. Mm. And um, uh, you know what? Every one of my kids at some point, and by the way, I'm not quite as mean as it sounds, no, you're very kind, <laughs> but you're tough. You're but, tough. but I am tough, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, but every one of my kids has come back to me at this point in time and gone, thank you, mm. thank you. So my youngest, uh, she is now uh, a, an honors teacher at uh, a high school. It's her dream job. She's always wanted to be a teacher, uh, and she teaches math, so she teaches honors, calculus, and everything else. Uh, and as we were going through, uh, she got a scholarship, okay? By the way, all of my kids, when they finished college, were debt-free, all of them, okay? That's part of the process. My youngest, who is now a high school teacher, kids come to her and go, how did you do that? She goes, look, there are all these scholarships out there. And it's one of the reasons I love Gabby so much, because there's no reason your children should have twenty, thirty, forty, a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt because they wanted to have a college education. And I know there's a lot of people out there right now going, "Oh, college educations, you don't need those." They're absolutely correct. You don't need those. However, having it differentiates them from the people that were willing to finish what they started to the ones that didn't. Okay, um, and uh, we hire people all the time. Uh, we've hired people. Um, that are 60 plus years old and don't, didn't even finish high school, mm -hmm. okay? But in today's marketplace, that's a huge thing. I think the big thing on that too is if you, if you are gonna go the path of school, right. which is the right path for a lot of people, you know, some people it's not the right path. They need to go into trades or they need to go something else and they need to learn how to build their relationships and generate the income another way. And yep. if they're going the college path, which is what most athletes want because most athletes want to be able to play ball in college, they want to be able to perform at that level, there is no reason for them to graduate in a huge amount of debt. I don't know if you know this, but um, I got a scholarship. I did not know that. My, mm. my four years of college was paid for. All four? All wow. four years. That's and awesome. uh, uh, it was actually such a good scholarship that I went to the, uh, I went to the store, the, the college store, and bought myself a jacket one year because mm -hmm. it was cold and I couldn't afford a jacket. You know, and I went and bought myself a jacket. Um, and, uh, but I got to use that scholarship money. It was, a, it was a set amount, and I got to use it any way I wanted. Interesting. That's and, very cool. And I could use it at the, the college bookstore. 
which has more than books. <laughs> Turns know? out. Turns out, yeah, you know. <laughs> so it was great. And one of the things that I, again, what I was really saying earlier was every single one of my children have come back at some point and went, thank you. My, my uh, youngest, when she was in college, she came back, she said, thank you for helping me understand why it's important for me to earn my way in college. Because she said, I'm sitting next to kids and, and they're like sleeping. And, and she's going like, what? And they're going, ah, if I don't pass this semester, I'll do it again next semester. Mm. And, and well, that costs money. Yeah, my parents are paying for it. Mm. And she just went, oh my gosh, you know? Um, and uh, it's, and, and my youngest son, he came back to me and said, dad, he said, uh, I was looking for a new job. and." I went on this interview and he called me afterwards and he said, I crushed it. I crushed it. Uh, and he said, it's because of the things that you've taught me and all those little snippets of time that we had together, you know? And now we get to take those things that I've yes. learned from you and make sure that for your athlete, obviously you want to get them off the screens. You want them not just consuming information on Instagram and TikTok and whatnot. You want to get them focused on a bigger goal, a bigger dream. You want to help them be able to get that money from, from, for college and also making sure that they're learning those important lessons by spending time with you and spending time with people who speak life into them and give them real life, real life That's helpful. That's why I was so excited to see Alex mm. on, on this because, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I love uh, American Ninja Warrior. Oh, so just so you guys know, if you haven't watched the Toughest Team Challenge, if you're not in it, because I know some parents who are watching this like, I don't even know what the Toughest Team Challenge really is yet. It's okay. So we have several guest coaches who come through this process with us. One of them's name is Alex. He's an American Ninja Warrior. He God, came on. Yes. What did you love about Alex? Well, I mean, one of the things that Alex said, and so, so many times parents try to save their children from failing, mm. okay? And there is no better life lesson for a child to fail at something. And then our job as parents is to encourage them to do it again. And so Alex was going, man, I failed and failed and failed and failed. And by the way, so have I, okay? I mean, I, I failed at so many things, you know, as I was working, um, you know, uh, my first, I had this full scholarship, right? My first semester, I got three C's and a D and almost lost my scholarship. Oh my gosh, that was a wake up call, you know? Um, and but we've got to help our children to become comfortable with being willing to fail so that they'll truly appreciate success. And, and yet we want to buffer our children so that they never fail. It's, only be on the winning team, only be in the starting lineup, oh, only, yeah. only get straight A's all the time. And it's why mm -hmm. I like Alex so much. Here's one of the number one secrets of raising children is making sure that they're around other successful people. And um, I, I have this swimming pool theory. You've heard it, right? I would love for you to share it. I, yeah. I have the swimming pool theory. So uh, we did not have a lot of money. Uh, we had four kids, okay? We did not have a lot of money. But I put in this uh, above ground, because I couldn't afford an in-ground pool back then. I put in this very nice above ground pool um, because I knew that if I had a swimming pool in my backyard, the other kids, my, my children's friends would want to come over to my house. And I get to see who they're hanging out with. And I get to influence which ones maybe we hang out more with. Hey, you know what? I like Jack. Jack seems like a pretty up guy. And I love what he did the other day. How about he go to Six Flags with us? How about he go to Putt-Putt with us? How about he, but I try to make sure they're hanging around because I can see which one of those children are, are headed for 
willing to try and, and maybe understand that they fell, but willing to try and grow and the ones that are willing to sit on the coastline, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and, and then they blame the world for every bad thing that's ever happened. They blame their parents. Uh, they blame the school. Uh, they blame the government. They blame the uh, coaches. They, they blame, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, church. They, they blame God. And boy, that one really ticks me off. Uh, you know, but I love those people that have those positive attitudes. And those are the ones I wanted my kids to hang around. Mike, thank you so much for you sharing bet. this. I know you you could literally sit here and talk oh, we for could, we could sit here for eight hours for for three weeks yeah. for three days. <laughs> yeah. But um, but the biggest thing, the the reason why I wanted you to be able to come and talk to the parents is because I know you've gone through it. I know you have great perspective working with so many parents across the country as well, um, and and just know that the pieces that we're putting in place that 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 you're going to be able to get over the next several weeks are going to help you as a parent be able to see how you can really show up for your kid to help them become successful. Can I share one last little thing here real Please quick? Please do, yes. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a couple of things. I've been very blessed to be married 43 plus years, okay? Um, and uh, when my wife, and, and when I first started this whole coaching business and, and we had our big shows and stuff like that, um, the last couple of years that I did that show, my wife was willing to go on stage because she understood how important certain things were. and. Someone stopped her recently as we were walking through a hotel and said, I just want to tell you, I just want to tell you thank you. You saved my marriage. And one of the things that's so important in helping teach your kids things is how you treat your husband or how you treat your wife. You know, we have this game, me and Susan, I said, when we're at her parents' house, my job is to make her look good. When we're at my parents' house, her job is to make me look good, okay? When we're in front of the kids, our job is to try to be on the same page as much as possible. <laughs> I wish it were possible all the time. And to make each other look good. Men, your biggest job is to set a, a level that young ladies and uh, people can understand and how you treat your wife. Make sure that you treat your wife in such a way that your daughter will learn how she's supposed to be treated. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest parts of that, one of the biggest things you can ever do for your kids is to love your wife. And ladies, men are not perfect, far from it. Uh, but you know what? One of the biggest things most men need is respect and admiration and not to be pointed out every time they make a mistake or a failure. Um, and uh, it's, it's so critical and you're teaching them. Don't ever forget, you're teaching them if you have a daughter, you don't want her to be divorced. You're teaching them how to respect their husband so that their marriage will be strong as well. I hope that, yeah, it's just, being a parent is such a big responsibility. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, Go to microreturns.com right now.